Podcast Mini. I'm your host, Mini Sam. And I'm Mini Leslie. Bringing you your mininess. So tiny. So tiny. So I couldn't. Small. This was the first intro that we didn't sing into. Oh, you're right. Uh, well, we did a little chant, but oops, oops, <laughs> I hit that twice. You might hear it. Check, check. Can you hear us now? Can you hear us? Can you, Can hear, you hear me? Can you hear me calling your name? Um, well, welcome to the mini space. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and. Today's mini-sode is about something that I know that you know a great deal about. Um, and unfortunately, our mini-sodes don't air until like eight weeks after this. So mm-hmm. it's going to be less relevant. But I think still people will want to hear our thoughts about the ending of The Last of Us and Ooh. how that season one ended. Because yes. I know we have talked about it lightly before, but that was in the middle mm-hmm. of us watching it. Um, and... But now that it's ended, we can kind of talk about how that ending happened and how the how do it came a, to a close. Do a little uh, quick, you know, perhaps can me cook, yeah, thrill and ride. Quick. And let's do it. Let's do All it. Right. And you, as the expert, because you know how the video game went, um, I'm curious to hear how it compared. I've never been an expert of anything. <gasps> oh my god. Um, I personally, I mean. The internet is really hyping this, um, this show, and usually I'm in the in the, the last of the people, the last of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the last of the people that like jump into like bandwagon into a show. Um, not trying to sound like oh I'm better than everybody, but it's just like it takes me a lot longer, especially if I'm not a fan of things. And in this particular case, I was. Um, just because the people around me were playing the video game and I myself love video games and I love watching people play, especially something like this that I'm not really great at. I'm not great at maneuvering a gun <laughs> and the, and my character. That's fair. Um, but it's beautiful and they did a really fantastic job overall um, to really, 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 uh, you know, catered towards the, the the fans and it brought a lot more people into um this video game i would love um i know one person in particular that i i met because i'm doing this thing um and they were talking about how they were watching their partner uh um play the, the whole game so they haven't seen it mm. so uh, they've just been hearing things and they're very excited to jump into it because just as when the show ended, they ended the game. Oh, wow. So now they're going to go and see it and I'm Jeez. very excited to see what their thoughts are. Very cool. And you said it did a good job of catering for the fans, which yes. sometimes I feel like people like when it's quote unquote fan servicing content, people can like look down on that and think like, oh, you're just making it to please the internet or the fans or Mm -hmm. whatever. But it sounds like this show did a good job of kind of teetering that line of 
giving the fans of the video game what they wanted from a TV show of this, but also adding more so the people who play the game feels like they're discovering things too, while at the same time bringing in this whole new audience that has never played the game, never heard of it before, and it doesn't matter because it's still a good show. It's still a good show. And the thing, and what it goes down to is that writers for video games should get credit for how, like, just actually being a writer. Um, especially for this, it had a lot of story to it. It wasn't just a, like a, a video game that you get to, like, shoot zombies and shit. It was, like, actually really well thought out. Um, and therefore it was able to translate into this show that just blew everybody away. And the casting for it was phenomenal. All the CGI for it was incredible. Um, really, really on par with how, when this, uh, game came about, what, like, was, like, it it relives that kind of, like, excitement all over again, um, and there are little things, if you've uh, played the game, is is just like little things where like the last episode when Joel is going through the hospital, the guns spoilers, that he's... Spoilers, by the way. Sorry, spoilers. Please don't hear this if, you know, you don't... Pause, watch eight episodes yeah, and come back. Binge watch the whole thing is beautiful. Um, but the way that he is switching from gun to gun is what you're doing throughout the game. And in particular, there, I mean, in a lot of like shooter games, you can grab components and add to it to make it better. Mm. And in one of the guns that he's trading off, it shows a very makeshift, um, uh, I don't know the yeah like the, the arm part. yeah yeah so so it wouldn't hurt you or the shoulder whatever yeah we don't know guns here but we don't we don't on a rifle uh, the back yeah, part I don't the know back part. tell us the so, name in the comments <laughs> he made uh you can make that in the game huh. so it's just a little sliver of just like and here's for the people that play this game and also um you know I I knew they were going to incorporate. My baby girl Ashley Johnson, who was the voice actress. Uh, there was a little Easter egg also of uh, Lauren Bailey, who is the voice of a character in the second film or film. Uh, About to be the second, <laughs> the second game. The second game. Yeah. Um. So like stuff like Easter eggs like that, and Joel, you know, the character uh, Troy. I don't know his last name. Pedro Pascal. Or just the character. The, oh. the no, the actor's name Troy something, who is the voice of Joel in mm-hmm. the video game. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was one of the the villains in this one. It's just that is a really cool it, part is they bring those those act those voice actors that were such a huge part in the game, and people fell in love with. I'm assuming those actors as those characters, and they give them another platform to perform. Incredible, um, yeah, yeah. And we were just like. Uh, the the lore of that and just like the excitement and the geekiness of that is what I was really excited about. Um, and when you have something this good that just like worked on all levels, I at least for me, I'm scared 
to have a second season because it hit everything so well mm. that I don't want them to then get so consumed in I feel like a, a, lots of things that are good tend to go bad because yeah. of the pressures not because the writers you know couldn't make the story good it's just like then you have a lot of hands now in the pot um that tend to drive like drive the the creativeness of things and just end up not carrying through and yeah, yeah and i think that that kind of goes back to like that's like the bad part of fan servicing, you know, where you do get so wrapped up in making everybody happy that what comes out is not as good as if mm -hmm. you just made it good for the story for the sake of what it is. And I'm going to call out another big show from HBO, Game of Thrones, because that felt very much like that is how it played out. Mm -hmm. The beginning of the show, the first couple seasons, great. You know, people were so tied to their screens. Um and then you start getting the theories on the internet and people saying what they think is going to happen. And then you have the creators then looking at those theories and changing what the story is to then service what people are talking about on the internet. And then it becomes a whole muddy mess. And it's just like, stop. No, don't do no. that. So I understand like that concern of like, that was a great first season, but please don't ruin it. Yeah. Just don't listen to us. Great that we're giving you Don't great feed up feedback uh, for now, um, but yeah, and it and it's hard in in a place where we're so incorporated with the internet mm -hmm. and social media. I mean, to be in a position like that that now has to create keep creating something good is a lot of pressure. I probably would just break out in hives. Uh, throughout the whole, you know, creation of it. Yep. And Bella Thorne, or Ramsey, Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne. She's not in this. Well, maybe season two. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Bella Ramsey uh, did mention that it will be a while. And that makes me happy. Hmm. It makes me happy that we're not going to get a season right away. Because it needs to sit in this. They need to work things out and let it just build. I mean, we already have a great video. A second video game went fantastic. And I'm so excited to see that. But let it just take its time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I am okay with that. I'm okay with it too. As long as, long as it comes back with a good ass show. Oh, it will. Oh, it will. Oh, it will. Nice. So one of is because you're the expert on this. <laughs> um, just ask about like the video game. Do you remember when it came out? Um, I was going to college. So it must have been 2012, 2013. Was this kind of like one of the first video games that took more of a cinematic like uh, like perspective of it um that i remember there were things like bioshock too mm -hmm. i don't know how heavy it was in the storyline yeah um, i played bioshock it, you have it was not like that no no um 
I mean, I don't want to, I'm not a big uh, fan, or not fan, but like, I don't know a lot about video games. Right. It is among the first, for sure, that I've seen the people around me play mm-hmm. that had a storyline like this. Yeah. Because that um, was my, that's, I guess, kind of my question is like, this this video game came out and kind of maybe somewhat switched up the video game industry and how games could actually be played and viewed and maybe more of like an actual like cinematic experience rather than just shooting zombies or whatever. Um, and how that kind of, you know, like, I'm sure that changed video. Cause now like I'm playing a game called the quarry, which is very much not an action game. 2020. Nice. 2013. 2013. It's very much not an action game. It's much more focused on the cinematic elements of the story. And you're not really shooting or fighting anyone. You're just going through and walking through the story, which is still enjoyable. I, I want to. OK, I'm going to take it back. I want to say, yes, it definitely did. You know, um, was the stepping stone, one of them uh, for creating this kind of more elaborate story. But then again, we've always had stories. Hmm. I don't know if you are too familiar with Silent Hill. Not that much. I've not played it. I've seen some of them. They have. I mean, it's eight bit. <laughs> <laughs> They're very cube like, but they still have um, um, a storyline throughout mm-hmm. them. And Laura Bailey is in one of the Silent Hill. Huh. So Baby Girl's been doing it all along. Yeah, all her. along. Very cool. Um, but yeah, she or Silent Hill has a very fun uh story, and I it, it took me twice to see the movie because the first time I blacked out. Mm. I don't know why I was drinking that much. It happens. Yeah. I was like, it's just pokey. Ah, <laughs> Chug a whole thing of whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I I mean. It's campy. It's cheesy. Fair. So this is the first time that I've actually seen something of its, of, that's mean to say, but quality, you know, with how everything is drama. It's mm-hmm. for the drama of it. Um, nice. Yeah. And the translation is just, it sounds like it's translating very well. Impeccable. I yeah. mean, to the, to, to a T sometimes and how uh, Bella Ramsey delivers her lines are it's very similar and she's british and she's using similar tones and afflictions that ashley johnson did in the in the game Mm -hmm. that makes this character so beloved that when she goes through the hardship of not only now does she live in a world where she was a little bit naive she was kept away from these monsters um the clickers and the bloaters and stuff but now she has realized that there are still pedophiles around there's Mm. still men that are going to take advantage um so now she's having to i mean sadly just even lose all her pure childhoodness it's a different world there's no innocence no yeah so um yeah, and that's what's so hard. Yeah. Well, and good on um her and 
Pedro Pascal um, because it's a lot of pressure to play a part that is so beloved, you know, by such a fan base um, mm-hmm. like those two characters. And it takes two very strong actors um, with a really good connection to, I think, replace characters that you already feel like, you know, so good on them for like carrying that torch through. Mm-hmm. That's, I know that's hard. I know that's cool. I'm excited for the next one. Awesome. I'm excited that people loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Last of Us. The Last of Us. Go Last of Us. Go we'll see, Last we'll of see Us. We'll see in season two. Yeah. Hell yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, I just kind of want to, we finished it up and we actually didn't really have a chance to talk about the ending. Um, and we I wanted it. to, I just wanted to get to get it on tape and let y'all know to watch it because it's really good. What did you think of it? I liked it. I mean, it's very dark. It's very bleak at the end. Um, and uh, it leaves with a weird taste in your mouth because, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want you don't want Elle to die. Um, but you understand why she should die. And so, yeah, you're you are somewhat put in Pedro Pascal, Joel's position of like, what would you do? You know, would you actually give up your daughter? to save the world um which may be yes in some ways but then you see the ramifications of that because he has to then lie to her to keep her safe from the truth but nobody was giving this human a chance right like everybody was making executive decisions for her Mm -hmm. which Um, joel does at the end too absolutely yeah and it's like yeah it's I it's it's a show that keeps coming back. It's a, it's a game that keeps coming back to my mind. Um, and I actually just had a conversation with Adam yesterday about it. I've just been like, here's a thing that just clicked for me. And then we like had a huge not not huge, but like we had a discussion about it. We're like so excited all over again. Very giddy, very giddy kids. Do you remember giddy, giddy what your reaction was to the ending of the game? Because it's the same, I'm assuming. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just in pure shock. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things that in the game that you, I mean, you do. You go th- through the hospital and you're killing. And regardless of what your actual morals are, you wish that you could choose to not do that you're having to because mm. even it, it's it's those kind of like you only have a few seconds to make that decision and if you don't then you get you you die and then you have to do it all over again mm. so then there's no way out and you're having to also sit with these feelings and makes you question like shit like just uh so it was it was kind of defeating for you to have to accept that that is the truth of, of these characters. Is he better than the people that were just going to kill, not kill her, but I mean, yes, kill her, but use her brain for the, the, the cure. Cause they were making an executive decision. He then makes an executive decision. Well, I mean, no, not at all. Because even if Bella, who's a 14 year old girl in, in this game, ultimately decides like yeah i want i i don't care what's gonna happen they didn't give the 
her the chance. Mm-hmm. They just assume. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's what we've always done to kids, to children. We just don't think that they have, uh, you know, d- we they're not humans. Yeah. Like, you know, they, there are their property of mm-hmm. someone and just your child shut up. You don't know anything. And it's like, well, if you keep telling them that they're going to believe that. Right. Um, yeah. Because so. even the people that were like, it's we didn't tell her we put her there's going to be no pain, all this kind of stuff. They didn't give her that chance to they assumed that she was just going to be too scared and they didn't understand. They didn't want her to like say no. Right. Yeah. Because even if she said no. You know that that group gonna was going to do it. Yeah. So it didn't really matter. Um, but they didn't know that she probably would have said yes because she had that moment with Joel before of like, this all has, to be, this all has to be for a reason. Mm-hmm. And that her saying that came from everything that she went through, which is what we saw in the show. Her best friend dying, her mother dying, her being in this world in general all led her to a point of realizing the importance of her. And so she probably would have said, yes, I think, to sacrificing herself. But you're right. It's not fair that they didn't even give her the chance to but do that. But also she could have, yeah, definitely been there um, and decided, no, actually, I mean, I know that I said yes, like literally two seconds ago, but I'm saying no now. Mm-hmm. Um, and and ultimately, are the fireflies the the zombies of this game because they're going straight for her brain. Mm, interesting. That was the thing that Adam, it clicked for him. Um, and a thing that clicked for me is that maybe it is beyond Joel's selfishness, the reason why he's trying to self, uh, save um, Ellie. It could have also been that like he is a man. He knows how terrible her existence is in this world and she has had to fight all these people off but also if she gets killed to cure the world those people those terrible people are going to be the ones that are also getting saved Mm. so is there a human race that is worth saving Mm. so yeah, do we really want to leave the cure in the hands of these people? These pedophiles, these people that are cannibals, um, people that have had to fight every day at all moments of their life mm. to get through. Mm-hmm. Is this the human race that we want to like keep populating the world? Maybe we just leave them for the clickers. And that's what Joel decided. Yep. Yeah. Spoiler. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. Yeah. yeah wow, pretty awesome. Right? Very fun. Yeah. Very cool. I'm very excited for season two and beyond. I am very excited. What is to come? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen in the world. Well, the thing is, uh, the second, there, there is a little chapter uh, game that you get to play and it's her going to um, the mall with, oh, cool. with the best friend. Oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it's cool to see the um, on Instagram, like the day after the episodes air is always like the side by side of the video game and the show. And mm. you see how similar. So it yeah. is. it's really cool. It's really, really, really it's cool. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Wow. The Last of Us. The Last of Us. Last everybody. Of us. Five, five Smash Pumpkins. Five. Five. Ten. 
perhaps 20. Wow! All cool. of them. Awesome. Wow. wow. Well, we're great. Yeah. We'll see you for the, the next Last of Us. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Color Me Leslie. And me at Beep Beep Richie T. You can follow us at The Deadlights Pod. Wow. And also check out Playground Social, which is the studio that we are recording this at. Yes. But until next mini-sode, let's, let's get, get mini-spooky. Mini spooky. Ooh. I'm a clicker. Mm-hmm.